There are darknesses in life, and there are lights, and you are one of the lights, light of all lights. Hello, and welcome to episode 79 of Under the Call of MS. It's a little Bram Stoker quote from Dracula. One of my wife's favorite books, which I don't know why, but (laughs) I bought Dracula, the Suicide Club, number one. This is basically a sequel to Dracula. It's a sequel to the Bram Stoker, Stoker's horror classic tale, Dracula. Count Dracula, King of the Vampires, is dead, but he isn't finished with England. Resurrected. Dracula rises from the grave, and before long, a rash of bizarre suicides begin, plaguing London. Scotland Yard detective Champion Harris suspects these may actually be murders and noted occult specialties, and noted occult specialists. Sir John Chandos and beautiful clairvoyant Dion Fortune from the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn offer to assist Harrison's investigation. Their search leads them to London's newest and most mysterious club and its peculiar chairman. And as the soul-shattering secrets behind the Suicide Club are revealed, Detective Champion Harris and clairvoyant Dion Fortune challenge Count Dracula and his followers on their own battleground. Final conflict between the forces of goodness and evil is about to begin, and the fate of England and her citizens' souls hang in the balance. If you like Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, you're going to want to read this to keep going on with the story, get a little further storyline and stuff. I wasn't too thrilled with it, but I'm also not a fan of Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'm more into the fun stuff. Uh, this is just too serious for me. The artwork, it's black and white. It's more like sketch work than finished, finalized artwork. I wasn't too thrilled with that either. But like I said, if you are a fan of Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, you'll more than likely be a fan of that. It's the same style layout. The old-timey stuff gives you that whole same feeling that you get from that. So. You might want to check that out if you like those that thing. Then we're going to jump to something more fun, Vampirella. This was, uh, I believe, volume four, number zero from Dynamite. It was a 25-cent comic at one time. I paid more than that. Uh, looks like the year was 2017 for this one. Beginning a new and very different direction, Vampirella was last spotted in 2016, doing what she does best, defending the world from threats both mystic and evil. She hasn't been seen since. Now, over a thousand years later, she's poised to make her fateful return. But the world that awaits her is unlike anything she might expect or want to defend. Uh, You see it. Couple characters going off searching for her 
the tomb of Vampirella, find out where she's buried down below the earth, and they come across a tomb and do their sacrifices and give her the blood and all that to bring her back. And you don't get to see enough. You don't get to really see why what she's coming out into or anything like that. Uh, you'll have to wait for issue one for that, apparently. But, yeah, I am definitely interested in where this is going to go. And I've been enjoying a lot of the reruns of Vampirella that I've seen. I was hoping this was going to be more of a Draculon one where she goes into space. But who knows? Let's see what the future brings. And we got Blood Rain. Seeds of Sin. Issue 1. This is from 2005. Done by Echo 3 Worldwide. Uh, digital webbing. Don't know, never heard of these companies. But uh, Blood Rain is a dampier. A product of her human mother's rape by her vampire father. Born with the powers of a vampire, without all the weaknesses, she was taken in by an underground organization calling themselves the Brimstone Society, a top-secret fraternity that hunts down and destroys supernatural threats. Blood Rain protects humanity from things that ordinary people shouldn't have to deal with. Uh, Again, I've read some Blood Rain earlier in the year, and it's based off video games. And I liked video games, but they weren't like any of my top vampire video games. They weren't as exciting, but this looks like it's basically running off the basis of, I think, like Blood Rain 2. Uh it's been so long since I played it, but that one was more based in the European sectors and around the, a lot of water and stuff like that. And she has issues with salt water. And uh, this one brings some characters again, trying to take her out, do things. Uh, there's the basics the cults and stuff like that, that she has to deal with. And uh, just a lot of torture, a lot of, she has to try and survive through a lot of issues, especially with the saltwater issues and fighting with characters that are trying to take her down into the depths. But yeah, it's, If you like Blood Rain, you like vampires and stuff, you may like this. This one didn't really grab me like the one I, one I read pre previously. That one was way more fun. This one's got a little slow start. We'll see what what the future has to hold with this one. And we got Van Helsing Bloodlust 2020 Annual from Xenoscope. The nice thick comic, as all their annuals are, gives you a nice big story to read off it. And this is Bloodlust. Van Helsing has had a long life and career of doing what her family does best vampire hunting. 
During her time, mistakes have been made and lives have been lost. And Liesl owns her failures alongside her many successes. But when something from a long-forgotten past comes crawling from the shadows, creature that runs off pure hatred and revenge, no telling what is in store for Liesl, or if she will even be ready for, for it when it strikes. This is a fun story. You got a basically a vampire creature that is awoken by idiots that have to always search for the fables that they hear about, and then they find something that they wish they wouldn't have, and scientists take the things and put them in laboratories, and then they the creatures, of course, come to life and destroy everybody and break free and become a threat to humanity, and our saviors have to come and help us out. But this is a enjoyable, another enjoyable, I guess, annual. I, it feels like I've read a half a dozen Van Helsing annuals this year, <laughs> uh, different storylines and stuff. But I love this cover. That's the main reason I bought it with the giant bat, red bat creature on it, which fights throughout this story. Along with uh, Jekyll and Hyde, alongside her, it's just yeah, it's a nice, thick, good, long storyline. If you like this, Liesl's runs that she's been doing this past couple of years and stuff, you'll enjoy this. I haven't been disappointed yet with any of the new Van Helsings. I've been enjoying them a lot. And then the final one I'm going to talk about here is Sherlock Vamp Sherlock Frankenstein and the Legion of Evil, issue one. I was like, okay, what did I get this one for? And I figure that that out, and then I realized that well at first I thought it was just because of the cover. It's like of course I bought the Michael Allred, Laura Allred cover variant cover, but uh this is based in the Black Hammer uh whole run and organization which I we did that little Black Hammer Justice League crossover for a club pick with our other podcast and I got my curiosity and I wanted to learn a little more. So I seen this and this seemed like my cup of tea. So I figured I'd grab it, but global planet reporter, Lucy Weber is determined to find out what happened to her father, black hammer. All answers seem to lie in spiral city's infamous asylum where its most dangerous supervillains reside. As she searches for the truth, Lucy uncovers the dark origins of Black Hammer's greatest foes. Could they be connected to the mysterious disappearance of Spiral City's greatest heroes? I don't know. You'll have to read and find out. <laughs> yeah, this was an enjoyable run. 
call it, not run, but issue. Uh, it's interesting how she's trying to find out about her father and what happened to him and the little things that she finds out from some of these evil characters along the way, Some one that she didn't even expect to run into and deal with. And, of course, you get basically some backstory of her father and the Black Hammer and stuff like that, and the characters that uh, Sherlock Frank Frankenstein built over the years. And they let her know what what they can to help her find Sherlock Frankenstein, but we're not going to see any of that in here. So this is just basically the starter issue to get us going. I'll check out more of these. I've been surprisingly finding a lot of different Frankenstein style stories this year. I must be the year of Frankenstein coming up, but uh, yeah, it's, the whole Black Hammer franchise is an interesting collaboration of characters, unlike some characters that we've seen in the past. Usually you just got remakes of a lot of our old characters, given a little different form or whatever, but this is this has some fun, interesting characters. It's done by Dark Horse Comics, so check it out. It's in the world of Black Hammer, so if you like that stuff, you'll more than likely enjoy this one also. But like I said, this is the beginning issue, so like usual, we're just left hanging with a bunch of questions and want to know more. Hopefully everybody had a good holiday season, Christmas is over, all that stuff's done, the family headaches and all that. Now we just got to look forward to the end of the year and get rid of this whole 2021 crap and, or 2020 crap and hopefully 2021 is better but I'm not having any high hopes for it so we're going to start out with the same leftover crap right off in the beginning of the year I'm sure it'll take till spring before we find out some new issues we gotta deal with All right, with MS, eventually many of us will end up in wheelchairs, may need help with assisted living or something like that, or have to move in with family and friends or whatever. Uh, affordable, accessible apartments are designed just for people with MS to make life easier for them. They got some pretty fancy digs out there nowadays in accessible apartments often have community rooms where support groups are offered and all the people that from the place can get together and just socialize, do whatever, talk about your MS issues, talk about life, whatever you want. So at least you get some community gathering. If you can't get out, you can at least go down to the community building. Uh, most, most assisted living places have like a, gathering area and stuff. For many people with MS, supportive housing is appealing for the sense of community it fosters. You're not stuck alone or stuck with people that just don't understand your disease or what you're going through and just want to constantly complain about you and 
how much of a burden you are or whatever. It's like, thanks, fuckers. <laughs> we didn't choose this shit. But try not to, many of us try not to ask for much help, but when we have to, we have to. There's this Kershaw Commons in New, New Jersey. has 30 accessible one- and two-bedroom apartments that are designed for people with MS. They got nice things with, like, raised gardens and stuff like that. You can work in in the community, and they got lots of things that keep you busy. Uh, five ways to make your home more accessible. People living with MS can make their home safer and more comfortable and easier to navigate with a few simple changes, like remove area rugs. A lot of people tell us right off the bat, anything that's going to trip us up because we have enough issues walking the way it is. Rugs can be tripping hazards for us. So avoid those in high traffic areas or use carpet tape to secure secure them to the floors if you have to have them. Uh, install a raised toilet. They have the toilet safety frames that are available at most home improvement stores and offer a low cost way to increase your bathroom safety. Many of us, if you look into your insurances, uh, have over the over the counter extra benefits which like my Blue Cross Blue Shield gives me $75 every three months. Uh, Humana gives my mom $50 every three months. Humana, you have to spend it before the end of the three months or you lose it. Blue Cross Blue Shield, you have to spend it all by the end of the year or you lose what's left. They have handrails, shower shower rails, uh, toilet seats, walking devices, Cooling device, I know just so much. And a lot of times they'll start you off basic and minimal with your uh, bills and stuff like that, like vitamin D's and all those that you can get, your ointments, anything you need, some pads, diapers, anything like that. But uh, usually after the first year, they'll start advancing. This last year, I've been with mine for a few years. They, uh, Send me a thing with all these assistive devices, even wheelchairs and stuff like that, walkers, canes. Uh, haven't built up enough for those yet, of course, but they do help. The shower rails and stuff are awesome. I got them, got them in my showers, and I wanna, I'm gonna buy a couple more just so I have them on all sides. I got something to grab because when I get too hot, overheated in the shower, sometimes I'll blackout and slam against the side of the shower not have nothing to grab or whatever body limbs will give out on you or something and it's nice to have they got the shower seats and all kinds of devices to help you out pick the right appliances consider a front control range side-by-side refrigerator and front loading washers and dryers to make household chores easier especially if you're in a wheelchair just roll up and throw stuff in uh, take a seat, adding a chair to the area where you get ready can help you combat fatigue and balance challenges. Rethink your doorknobs, lever style doorknobs, and keep it. Padlocks are a good solution for people with dexterity chance challenges. That way you can just drop your hand against the lever and open the door or whatever. 
uh, accessible housing de developments don't just keep people with MS out of institutions. They also keep them out of homes in which they're uncomfortable, unsafe, and isolated. For example, residents have automatic door openers for the building and each apartment entry door, 42-inch doors that are wide enough for wheelchairs, hardwood and ceramic tile floors instead of carpeting for easy mobility, cushion or custom horizontal sliding windows that are easy to open from a seated position, linen closets with slide-out cantilever shelving trays, accessible light and thermostat controls, bathrooms with roll-in showers, accessible mirrors and grab bars, kitchens with accessible cabinets that have roll-under access, access and slide-out cantilever shelving trays, front control cooking ranges, side-by-side -side accessible refrigerator and countertop, microwaves, and common areas with wide hallways, railings, and automatic entry doors. There even are trash chutes with automatic openers, so residents won't have difficulty pulling open doors to empty their garbage. Uh, secure keyless in entries. Eventually, we'll be equipped with a smart home system that allows residents to control lighting, temperature, and window shades from their mobile device. Uh, for many residents, supportive housing is appealing not only because of the activities they can enjoy inside their apartment, but also because of those they can enjoy outside of it, uh, provide educational programming, a self-help group, and yoga classes, including chair yoga for people who use wheelchairs or scooters, adaptive yoga classes, adaptive boxing, a monthly MS support group, and a large community room, a wheelchair enhancement center that provides customized enhancements to wheelchairs to make them more comfortable and functional, on-site social workers to help residents coordinate social services, uh, if you ask the people who build, manage, and live in them, uh, supportive housing communities have only one major flaw. There aren't enough of them. I always said we need a MS tropical island so we can have a nice tropical temperature around us. and MSers around the world can go live there, have a bunch of little houses, the whole community atmosphere. <laughs> If I had the money, I'd buy a small island and build it up just for MSers. But yeah. They got some wonderful things out there nowadays, so don't be afraid to check them out and see what you can find. Uh, and, of course, it's that time of year with the whole exercise thing starting, so we're we'll talking about a lot of exercise stuff because people do their yearly New Year's resolution resolutions and all that but we all gotta start out somewhere so basically exercise can improve our mental function reduce our risk of chronic disease and help help us lose weight there's tons of different exercises out there aerobic strength exercises calisthenics uh aerobic you can get stuff done and if you can get around to a pool, which is nice, uh, 
you do swimming, running, dancing right inside the water to help not put so much strain on your joints. Strength training, you can do polyometrics, weightlifting and sprinting, calisthenics, uh, things like lunges, sit-ups, push-ups, and pull-ups, high-intensity interval training. If you're able to do it, which includes repetitions of short bursts and high-intensity exercise, followed by low-intensity exercise or rest periods, boot camps, which that combine aerobic and resistance exercises, balance or stability to strengthen your muscles and improve body coordination, like Pilates, Tai Chi, core strengthening. Uh, yoga is great for balance. Flexibility, which aids in muscle recovery, maintains range of motion, and prevents injuries like yoga, individual muscle stretch movements. Uh, common types of exercise include aerobic strength, calisthenics, HIIT, boot camps, flexibility, and stability. You can do them individually or combined. How to get started, just check your health, talk to your doctor, make a plan, set realistic goals. Start out simple, don't start out hard and burn yourself out, and then you hate it. You quit after a week or so. Just make it a habit and make it a routine you can handle and get done. Even if it's not making you lose weight to start off, you're at least limbering up your joints, getting you start started. Uh, get a health check. Make sure to plan as has realistic goals for you, and then make a make it a habit of incorporating it into your daily routine. Uh, the minimum recommendation for exercise is at least 150 minutes per week. However, it's important to start slowly and let your body rest from time to time. Uh, a one-week sample exercise program would be a, like Monday, a 40-minute pace jog or brisk walk, Tuesday rest, Wednesday walk briskly for 10 minutes, and do some Circuit work or something, resting one minute after each set. Uh, Thursday, have a rest day. Friday, do 30, 30 minutes on a bike or a moderate jog. Saturday, rest. Sunday, run, jog, or take a walk for 40 minutes. Uh, it's just... There's a variety of exercises you can do. Just plan them around yourself and take those break days don't overdo it don't burn yourself out stay hydrated definitely drink a lot of water watch your nutrition and lots of colorful stuff on your plates a key you know, warm up before you work out or do stuff outside or whatever and don't wreck your joints cool down afterwards just sit relax use ice packs if you need to uh, any type of cooling devices to help you out. Listen to your body if it's got sore areas and stuff. Definitely be aware of it. Don't overstress them and end up pulling muscles. Be sure to stay hydrated. Eat a balanced diet. Warm up. 
before exercising, cool down afterwards and listen to your body. And to maintain your motivation, mix up your workouts, join a gym or team sport, track your progress, work with some other MSers if you got any around your area. That helps. Before you start working out, just get your health check up and make a plan with realistic goals and make exercise a habit by incorporating in your daily routine. Uh, A lot of people this time of year get their annual health check done. I know we just got a bonus here. A lot of us through our insurance companies, we got a $100 gift card just for getting our health check done yearly health check but try it out see what you can get going make yourself healthier if able and another place if you want a bunch of exercise videos go to mstrust.org.uk backslash life dash ms backslash exercise backslash exercise dash videos they got tons of great videos, introduction videos, warm-up ones, stretch and tones, posture and balance, sitting exercises, bums and tums, laying down, upper body tones from sitting positions, whole body workouts from sitting or laying, and they got everything. They got a nice big variety, so check those out. Other than that, have a safe and healthy weekend. Hope you all do good. We'll talk to you soon.